Welcome back to Pancreas Pals, a podcast by diabetics for diabetics. I'm Emily, a writer and editor. And I'm Miriam, a licensed mental health counselor. We're just two women trying to live our best diabetic lives. While it might not always be easy due to the literal highs and lows, it always helps to have a pancreas pal to turn to. Hello and welcome to Pancreas Pals. I'm Emily. And I'm Christy. We're just two gals in our 20s trying to live our best type 1 diabetic lives. Every week we tackle a new topic from the diabetic perspective. Although we offer tips, we are not medical professionals, but we also offer plenty of anecdotes and general thoughts about how to embrace the type 1 lifestyle on your own terms. It's not always easy to do through all of the literal highs and lows, but it does help to have a pancreas pal to turn to. Hi, my name is Miriam Brand. I live in New York City. I work as a licensed mental health counselor, and I am 27 years old. And here's my type 1 diagnosis story. So I was diagnosed when I was 6 years old. Um, Because of that, I don't have a ton of memories around, so kind of surrounding the events, but I do have some very vivid images and um, very specific memories kind of at that age, I suppose. So I do remember um, leading up to the diagnosis, there was this one day in school and I was in kindergarten that I obviously had been losing a ton of weight um, as as happens uh, leading up to a diagnosis. And I remember a girl behind me in class kind of tapped me and she said, I can see your underwear, which when you're six in kindergarten is humiliating. It's like the most embarrassing thing ever. And that's because my pants were too big and they were sliding me down because I was losing so much weight. Um, so I remember that happening. And then the rest of my memories are really mostly from my parents kind of telling me after the fact. Um, but my dad is a doctor, so I think he kind of assessed quickly that what was going on but of course my parents didn't really want to accept um the diagnosis it's not it's not easy but they I think they did catch it pretty quickly all things considered um so we went to my pediatrician I'm sure they did some blood work um and I remember going to the hospital and weirdly I remember holding my mom's hand walking from the pediatrician um to the car so we could go to the hospital. I remember that very vividly. And then I remember being in the hospital and because my dad was a, um, you know, worked, worked in pediatrics, all the people in the pediatric hospital kind of, we got some special privileges. Um, so I remember we got to stay in a nice room and a lot of people visited. We had a lot of nurse and um, doctors come to visit and I got a lot of presents. Um, I remember my best friend coming to visit. My my kindergarten teacher came to visit. I think I ended up being in the hospital about four days. Um, and I remember meeting with the child life specialist. Um, it was either a child life specialist or the probably a um, certified diabetes educator who kind of taught me on a stuffed animal, you know, what was going on with my body. And of course, let's say I'm six. I don't really understand. But my mom always says she remembers me saying to her, um, I must have done something really bad. I must have done something really bad for this to happen. Right? You know, I that's I think as a six-year-old, that's all you can really think of is like, oh, some this is happening to me because I did something bad or someone's mad at me, whatever. Um, but, you know, I was diagnosed, came home, and, and that's that. And now I'm 27, like I said, and I'm living in New York City. Um, 21 years with type 1, no complications. Woot, woot. And kind of doing my best, you know, it's a constant 
constant struggle. Um, it's always something that's you have to think about and you have to work at, but I'm, I'm surviving, um, and thriving, I'll say. So that's me. Thanks.